Hi, this is Jeremy T. Thomas uh, from the movie Antlers. I play Lucas, and you are listening to the Don't Go Out There podcast. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. Just want to thank all our fans and listeners. I really appreciate all support. Uh, y'all are wonderful. Uh, we truly appreciate you. Super excited for this upcoming interview. We are joined today by a relative newcomer to the business, known best for his roles in Lore, The Righteous Gemstones, and, of course, Lucas in the new hit Antlers, Mr. Jeremy Thomas. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. We really appreciate your time. Uh, we'd like to start all of our interviews off with just what kind of got you into acting? Uh, well, one day I was watching a uh, Robin Williams movie, and I'm like, hey, I want to do that. I want to make people laugh. So I, my mom uh, got me into some extra background work, and I, I really loved it. And I then got into... Uh, I started auditioning for characters with lines, and luckily, very early on, I was able to get a few, and that really got me started. Awesome, fantastic! Hey, can you can you talk a little bit about you know your first delve into TV with, with Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors? Um, as of as one of two native Tennesseans myself here on the podcast and many visits to Dollywood under my belt. Dolly has kind of been a, a like royalty to us. So uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. That was my uh, first time on a set, I guess. And it was a lot of fun. I made a lot of friends. And luckily, everyone, all of the people I made friends with were very kind to me and kind of showed me the ropes. And I still keep in touch with some of them today. I didn't get to meet Dolly, but oh. I did get to meet her sister Stella, which awesome. the actress who played the young Stella really, you know, connected with her. But that time on set was luckily very eye-opening for me because I was that was my first time on a set, and I was really excited to be there. So your your first big budget movie came by way of 2021's Antlers. Uh, you gave a great performance. Can you talk a little bit about getting that role in the audition process? Well, thank you for that. Um, well, I, uh, my agent sent the audition to my coach, Jeff Rose. And, you know, since he's such a good coach, we were there for hours. And luckily those hours paid off because I got a call back to go to a studio in Atlanta and about – a week or two later, they called me back again to go to L.A., which I met Scott Cooper and Scott Hayes, and we did the audition there for a couple minutes, and Scott Cooper came out and talked to me and my mom after. And again, a week or two later, Scott Cooper called me and told me that I got the part. And I was really excited because I had to travel out of the country, which I've never done before, so that was... a wild experience too <laughs> yeah absolutely so was there anything in particular that really stood out as far as like attracting you to that role of lucas uh 
Well, since I was really young, I didn't really research into it that much. But I feel like now that I'm older, I understand it a lot more and would have, I guess, paid more attention to it because, again, I was young and I didn't didn't really know what was the whole premise of it. Sure. And so, like, can, can you talk a little bit about, you, you kind of talked about sending in the audition tape. Um, I assume that that was kind of due to COVID. I mean, what was there, was there restrictions and stuff that had to do with COVID that you were, you know, kind of that affected you during the process of getting that role? Oh, uh, actually, the first audition tape that I sent in was three or four years ago before COVID. And so we didn't really have to worry about that. But with the auditioning, it's just like a normal audition. Uh, He auditioned 900 kids and they all did the same thing. But but I did it better. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, they called me back into uh, Atlanta and we did a Zoom meeting, which was ahead of its time because no one knew about it <laughs> four years ago. Yeah, there wasn't really much COVID stuff going on. And luckily it happened a lot uh, after we were finished. And But unfortunately it happened before the initial release date, which was two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so not only did you kill the role, but you're also a, a Zoom pioneer. That's awesome. <laughs> One of the yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got a uh, That that's incredible. Uh, you beat out nine. You know, you won the role out of nine hundred other kids. That's that's incredible, Jeremy. Uh, despite having such a great director like Scott Cooper, Antler seemed like it could have been a really exhausting, taxing shoot, physically and mentally. Honestly. Uh, can you speak to that a little bit? Like, how was your time on set? And can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, again, I was very young. And so Scott really kind of toned it down for me so I wouldn't get mentally exhausted. Now, physically, uh, I did a lot of walking and running and screaming and hyperventilating. But that wasn't that wasn't as bad, uh, luckily. But yeah, I, I was young. And so I didn't really have much uh, thought on it. I was just there for the experience and i'm glad i was because now i understand more of it than what i did gotcha how old were you at the time of the shoot it kind of throws me off if i was trying to do the math since you guys shot it so early and released it so late i was 12 whenever we filmed it wow wow i'm 15 now incredible (laughs) you were incredible in the movie yes thank you Speaking of being incredible, I mean, you and Carrie Russell had such amazing chemistry. Can you talk a little bit about working with her and kind of sharing, you know, and just how you guys shared so many scenes together? Oh, yeah. Carrie was Carrie was a lot of fun. She uh, shared a lot of secrets, and uh, I picked up a lot from watching her act. And she helped me, like, break down scenes that I didn't really understand and uh, also helped me understand what some of the things I was asked to do. And um, I would love to work with her again. She was amazing. Awesome. So we also saw that based on your performance in Antlers, you're up for best supporting performance uh, in the Fangoria Magazine 2022 Chainsaw Awards. That's quite an accomplishment. How does that make you feel? How, I mean, it's got to feel pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was really excited to hear about that. I had uh, so many good movies came out in 2021 i i, I wish i'm just honored to even be thought of let alone nominated for it how did you how did you find out about that how, how did you find out about you know getting that award i actually found out about your questions i 
it, I looked at the questions beforehand, and uh-huh. I I read about it, and I'm like, I was confused, so I had to look it up, and I I was there, I was really surprised. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Oh man, so that that's oh. disappointing to know they didn't send you a big trophy or anything for it. <laughs> but at the same time, don't go out there. Got to break some news. That's that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just kind of uh, off the cuff question for you yourself. I mean, are are you yourself into into horror movies? I'm not really a fan of really a fan of horror movies, uh, but they're a lot of fun to film because there's a lot of uh, things going on. Because one moment you can be uh, running from something, you're fighting something, and then the director calls cut, and you're laughing with everyone. Right, and we've kind of found out just from doing interviews, and I mean the horror community is just some of the nicest people to talk to and just hang around with. They're nothing like, uh, like, I guess you would expect. So, uh, do you have, I mean, if you guys sat down to, to watch a movie, what would you pick? Oh, like I've seen the movies 10,000 times before I would watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay. There's, they've, for some reason, the last time I watched them, they, I really enjoyed it a lot more maybe because I've, and because I know what happens behind the set, and I'm, I appreciate him more. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you, do you, now do you go extended cut? Does Jeremy Thomas go extended cut when he watches those, or does he go to the normal theatrical three and a half hour cut? I still haven't seen any of the extended, unfortunately. Oh. But I plan on watching them one day. Well, still, I mean, uh, you know, just watching the theatrical cut of the original is a great way to knock out about nineteen hours. So. Um, (laughs) so, uh, you know, he asked about your favorite movies, uh, to sit down and watch. How how about some, do you have anybody you like look to and you model yourself after you look to as influences in the business as an up and coming actor? I, I really just do my own thing and, uh, hope for the best. I like that approach. You don't want to, you know, try to compare yourself to anyone or let anyone influence you because I mean, you're certainly on the right track there. Um, so tell us what's next. Is, do you have anything coming up on the docket for you? I see that you're in another episode of Righteous Gemstones that's set to hit in this season. Uh, anything else you can talk about? Uh, there's not much I could talk about um, other than I am I want to be a writer as long as an actor. And um, I've, I've started writing some of my own scripts. I mean, they're not really that good, but I'm just really just starting them and that's seeing awesome. how they turn out. That's yeah, that's awesome. That that is awesome. You got to crawl before you walk, my man. Uh, I got a I got one more thing about antlers. I would like to ask you. Uh, on set, did did was the Wendigo scary looking in person? Uh, were were those scenes like actually scary? Like when the Wendigo jumps out the tree and attacks the bully, or in the cave whenever Carrie Russell is killing the Wendigo? Uh, tell well, me about those scenes. I'm kind of interested in that. Well, in the tree, the Wendigo wasn't there. It was a tennis ball on a stick. And oh, wow. so, yeah, that's usually what it is. And, um, but with the cave, there was a, a man in an animatronic with like three or four other puppeteers moving the arms and stuff. But when I first saw the Wendigo, I guess, it, uh, it was all dismantled in a little shed, but it was still kind of freaky. Um, when I saw it all put together, I was definitely kind of freaked out because it was so tall and almost reached the ceiling. Yeah, the, the Wendigo was definitely a new, cool creature that I had never heard of, honestly, until this movie. Uh, we're about to wrap this interview up, Jeremy. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug or shout out? Maybe social media? Uh, you on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? Where can the fans follow you and keep up with you? 
Uh, I am on Instagram at Jeremy T. Thomas underscore official, all lowercase. And uh, we'll definitely be keeping up with you, man. You did a great job. I'm not just saying this to you because you came on the show. You were incredible in Antlers. You did a great job. I'm looking forward to your future work, my man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is my first time being on a podcast, so I was really excited for this. Hey, more breaking for the dome. Hey, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have a good rest of the night. Take care. Thank you. Just want to remind everybody. (laughs) 